Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash mad butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account, which is titled, Am I the Arsehole for Favoring My Nephew? and now has an update as well. My 28 female nephew 15 is going through some stuff. His parents are divorcing and in a fit of rage, his father blamed him for the divorce. He isn't admitting it because he's in the I'm too cool for emotions phase, but he genuinely believes that their divorce is his fault. He makes a lot of self-depreciating comments and went from the most extroverted kid I know to someone who doesn't even speak when spoken to. I also have a niece, 12, and while I'm sure it's hard for her as well, her father isn't blaming her for the divorce and her mother, my sister, isn't using her as an emotional support and burdening her with the details of their problems like they are with my nephew. Well, I guess I just got tired of everything and wanted to cheer my nephew up. Coincidentally, my friend, who was gifted the tickets but hates the sport, gave me exactly two tickets to the Blue Jays game for me and my boyfriend but something came up for my boyfriend and I decided to take my nephew instead. I told my sister beforehand and when she asked me about my niece, I told her that I'd take her out shopping or to see a movie she desperately wants to watch during the weekend and she said it was fine. So I picked up my nephew, went to the game and when we came home, he was much happier than he's been recently. We had loads of fun, even though I don't really know anything about baseball. He called me the best aunt ever, guys, and he has like four other aunts. Anyways, I went to say hi to my niece and sister, and I don't know what happened, but my sister started yelling at me, saying that my niece has been crying the whole time because I'm making my favoritism very clear. I asked her what the fuck she was going on about, but she just told me to go talk to my niece. I did, and she told me she's just jealous of how close we are and that it's okay if I like her brother more, but she's allowed to be sad. I told her I love them both equally and I'm going to take her out with me during the weekend, but she insisted that it wasn't the same because it's not as expensive. My sister backed her up and they told my parents and my mum is threatening not to invite me and my nephew to her wedding because there is nothing she despises more than favoritism. I think everyone is twisting shit up and honestly overreacting, but maybe it does seem like I'm favoring my nephew. I could have sold the tickets or something, and done something with them both. Am I the arsehole? Everyone seems to think so except me, nephew, and my brother. And to me, it's not the arsehole in this situation. I think it's pretty normal to be able to take nieces and nephews out separately and spend some one-on-one time with them to get to know them, to enjoy their company. And most of the way through this, I was thinking, oh, maybe the, you know, the niece, 12-year-old is just lashing out and feels jealous. You know, jealousy, 
happens every now and then. But then it got to that part where, and I quote, I told her that I love them both equally and that I'm going to take her out with me during the weekend. But she insisted that it wasn't the same because it's not as expensive. And then I was thinking, what an entitled attitude that is. And I can only feel like this is coming from the adults in the situation. Obviously, I'm not excusing that behavior because it's totally not on. But in one part, you've got the dad blaming the nephew for the divorce. So he's got all this guilt on his shoulders. And then you've got the niece who's has an entitled attitude. So I hugely feel that the parents are huge assholes in this situation. But guess my age, I dare you, says not the asshole. Your niece is 12. If her mum just told her that today is Brother's Day and you get alone time this weekend, I'm sure things would have blown over. But instead, I'm sure mum said something along the lines of, Aunt is only taking brother, you can't go. Sister is heavily influencing that 12-year-old. Does the niece even like baseball? And OP replies saying, no, she doesn't. She hates everything related to sports, while my nephew is the opposite. And I don't know. I assume she told her that I was going to take her out as well, but later but I really don't know anymore. TMA says, not the arsehole. I hope your nephew goes no contact when he comes of legal age. They emotionally abuse him and take things up a notch when someone dares to show him care. If your mum despises favoritism so much, why doesn't she call your sister out for how she treats your niece in comparison to your nephew? Warren Dot says, not the arsehole. That is absolutely bonkers response to the situation. It's normal to spend time with children individually. One outing does not equate to favoritism. Also, who taught niece to compare the price of outings and equate that with love? Your sister is the asshole for using her teenager as emotional support. It's called parentification and it's a form of abuse. Her husband is the asshole for blaming his kid for the divorce. You appear to be the only responsible adult here. Nevertheless, says not the asshole. Holy shit, your sister is though, as is her daughter. You're making special efforts to be there for both kids and that's what should matter. Caring about the price of the event is tacky, especially considering that you were given the tickets. And one more from Mr. Hamman, who says in quotes, my sister backed her up and they told my parents and my mum is threatening to not invite me and my nephew to her wedding because there is nothing she despises more than favoritism. Then goes on to say, not the asshole fundamentally. I can understand the niece saying words. She's just 11 and doesn't understand. Your sister backing her up is a major asshole move for you doing something nice with your nephew. Your failure of a mother gets the biggest award for assholery. What nuttiness is this? She's disinviting you and your nephew to her wedding. Sounds like the kind of asshole that this sub doesn't allow words for. Now, we're going to move on to the update to find out what happened next. And before we go to the update, there's one bit of important information which someone asked. They said, do you know why ex-brother-in-law blamed your nephew for the divorce? Was there pure reasons or was he just sort of lashing out? And Opie replied saying, dad was cheating, tried to cover it up with a story. Nephew pointed out the inconsistencies. So the update came 20 days later, which said, I have an update. There was some progress, but like, I don't know. I'm just feeling kind of shitty right now. I took my niece out on Friday like I promised and told her things a lot of you pointed out, like telling her I love her and would do anything for her, that technically I didn't pay for the tickets and more. She told me that she loved me too and the day ended pretty well. After our time alone, I picked up my nephew so that I could take them both for the weekend while my sister got some alone time. My nephew was not in a good mood the entire time. 
He tried really hard to hide it, but the poor kid looked so done. My niece complained to me many times about how emo her brother is, but I tried explaining to her that he's having a really hard time and people have different ways of coping. She seemingly got it. The weekend ended okay and my sister was okay with me, but I got an official message from my mum saying that I'm disowned until further notice. It's just ridiculous to me, but my brother, who was also disowned because of ridiculous shit, is fine, so I'm all good. But yeah, I went over a few times and my nephew was just getting more distant as the days passed. My sister brushed it off because he's a big boy and my niece needs more attention right now anyways. I'd leave the house every night frustrated because she wouldn't listen no matter what I or my brother said. A few days ago, I was over again and my niece and nephew got into a huge fight. She recorded him crying in his room and sent it to a few people, including a girl he likes. She also said some horrible things. I was horrified, but my sister rolled her eyes and said they'd been fighting for days. I was completely over it though. I asked my sister if my nephew could stay with me so that she can relax and only have to take care of one kid. She agreed instantly, which was, I don't know, but whatever. I told my nephew, who was happy, so far so good, but he's still distant and nothing like the kid he was only a few months ago. I'm trying my best, but I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I didn't exactly have the greatest mum. It's just bittersweet, maybe more bitter. I still talk to my niece, but all she does is say things about her brother, which she's clearly repeating from her parents. I don't know how custody or divorce is going to go because my sister barely talks to me despite her son, but I know it'll take a while. At least I got him out of there and, and he isn't a complete punching bag for now. Thanks guys for being nice. I'm trying my hardest and it means a lot. Hopefully things get better. Edit. I'm sorry, but I'm fuming right now. After months of dealing with this bullshit, I just got a text from my sister saying she's not divorcing her husband. What are the chances is on the day I made this post? Guess I should have seen it coming. Since she literally defended her husband yesterday, so guess I'm the idiot. I'm just so fucking pissed. I can't tell anyone right now because I'm at work, so I'm trying not to lose it and decided to edit this in for my sake. I'm sorry if I don't respond to any more comments or messages, but I'm logging out. I appreciate every comment and or reply I got slash get though. And we'll take everything you guys said and incorporate it. Thank you so much again and I'll try my hardest to be a good aunt. Please wish me luck because this is going to be a literal shit show. Life is just great, isn't it? And I certainly can't see this being the end of this story, so I will keep an eye out for updates on this one further down the road. But the worst thing out of this is that, you know, the nephew is going through all this because nephew stood up for his own mum and he was pointing out the inconsistencies with the father's story during, you know, him cheating. And I really hope whatever happens in the future that it works out well for the nephew. He sounds like he's going for an absolute shit show right now. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and uh, let's move on to another story. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thinking of that poor guy, man. And our next story comes from Told Him The Truth, who says, Am I the arsehole for telling my dad the real reason why I don't want to go on vacation with him slash his family and potentially ruining his marriage? I'm a 17-year-old male. When I was around nine, my dad, 39 male, started seeing a friend of my mum's, cheated on my mum. They married and now they have three kids together. My dad asked for custody and he was granted to have me on weekends. He seemed happy to have me and always tried to include me in everything, but it was kind of weird and frustrating. He even tried to make me call his wife mum and went for full custody several times. Since being with his wife and making me accept his new family was more important than spending actual time with me alone, I stopped going to his house when I was 14. He tried to fight for full custody after my mum started dating my stepdad, a nice guy, but I told him to stop. The other reason why I stopped going I never told my dad this one is because his wife was so hostile towards me. My dad used to pay attention to me when I was there so I think she didn't like it that way and one day told me behind my dad's back that I was an obstacle to my dad's happiness, that I should just stay with my mum full time. Their anniversary was five days ago. I didn't want to go but he called my mum to threaten that if I didn't go, he'd go to court. He took his four kids, including me his wife, his parents, and his parents-in-law to celebrate at a nice restaurant. Once there, he said he had six tickets for vacations. I didn't say anything, but then he looked at me and said, one is for you. I said, thanks, but I'm not going. He seemed angry and said, okay, I had enough. Why didn't you want to go? Just because, I said. But then he asked the same questions five more times. So the sixth time I said, because I hate your wife. Then he started asking why, over and over again. So I ended up telling him the mean thing she said to me. He was seemingly uncomfortable but told us to finish our meal. No one talked for the rest of the night and after we finished, I asked my stepdad to pick me up. I haven't spoken to my dad since. He just sent me a message asking if I changed my mind about the trip, but I said no. My cousin told me that my dad is staying at my grandparents now. His wife texted me yesterday calling me a brat and asking if I was happy for potentially destroying my half-sibling's home life but I just ignored her. My cousin says that the kids are hurt and crying because my dad isn't home and she says that I should have just said other things or agree and tell him later that I wasn't going. And we're going to start straight off with dresses 212 who says not the asshole. For a 17 year old guy you have some tact which is incredibly refreshing and makes me optimistic about the future so good for you. Yes, you could slash should have waited to say you weren't going in private, but your dad's behavior after repeatedly asking the same questions makes me think it wouldn't have ended there. So you said no. To your credit, you attempted to not ruin the meal by answering the following why questions you were bombarded with. You tried. He wouldn't let it go, so you finally just answered. Nothing arseholeish about that. Now for a grown woman to tell a child her stepson no less, that the kid is standing in the way of his father's happiness. Now that's classy. If stepmom and dad want to play stupid games, they don't get to whine about stupid prizes. 
Jake Litt says, not the arsehole, you didn't ruin the marriage. She did by not accepting you and your dad are a package deal. She pushed you away, his own son, because she couldn't stand having to share the attention. Your dad's marriage was doomed the moment she uttered those words behind his back. You did the right thing by telling the truth to your dad. Make sure to save all of her hateful messages in case she tries to lie her way out. Take care and I hope things improve with your dad. Inevitable strike says not the asshole. Forward a text to your dad and ask her not to contact you. Spunky Ginger says not the asshole. He asked a question and you were honest. Send him the screenshots of stepmom's text and then block her number. And Calgary says not the asshole. Screenshot the message and send it in a group message to your dad, stepmom and mum. How your dad reacts should give you perspective on the type of relationship you can have with him. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Childhood Rants who says, am I the asshole for telling my mum she's on her own with her cancer? Throw away account for privacy. For context, like any other kid, I played sick a few times trying to get out of school. It wasn't often, honestly, and I can only remember three instances where I pretended to be sick, and it was in elementary school. Because of this, my mum never believed me when I told her of an illness or injury I had. Whenever I went to the doctor, she would tell me we were only there for X or Y, and told me not to waste her doctor's time. This led me to not being treated for multiple ailments over the years. For example, once I was eight, I told a doctor I had pain in my arm, which had a large lump since I was four, and was told it was just growing pains, which led my mum to telling me that it was growing pains any time I told her my limbs hurt. When I was in elementary school, I fell 10 feet onto a solid asphalt and landed directly on my knees. For years, I told my mum of the pain in my knee that never went away, and she told me I was being dramatic. I was too young to have pain in my knees. I also have multiple food allergies growing up, but was never given an EpiPen. I grew up with asthma, but, but was never taken to get an inhaler. I had to go to school with period cramps that would make me throw up, and once I had such an aggressive strain of flu, when I finally went to the hospital, the doctors told me that I probably wouldn't have made it through the week if I hadn't come in. She ignored my mental health decline after we moved states after my freshman year. She, however, will ring the doctor every time she has a minor headache. When I turned 18, I moved out and went almost full no contact. I got into therapy, got an inhaler and EpiPens and found out that I had a fractured kneecap that never healed properly. And the lump on my arm that developed had grown since I was four turned out to be a benign tumor. My mum and I only talk now in regards to my sister and I hang up if she tries to talk about herself. Recently, she called me crying. I asked if my sis was okay and she said she was fine, but my mum just got diagnosed with breast cancer and she wanted me to move back to be with her slash help her. It just reminded me of all the times I asked her to take me to the doctor. I told her she was on her own and she started crying harder. Here's where I may be the arsehole. I told her not to call me unless it concerned my sis and hung up. So am I the arsehole for telling her she's on her own with the cancer? And we do have a edit which we'll cover after the comments. That's one of those stories I was expecting family members at some point to say, but family, but luckily that wasn't the case. But we can see that OP was so hurt by her mother's actions throughout her whole life, not taking care of her medical needs, her mental health or anything like that to the point that she went no contact. So I can't blame OP for feeling the way that she does in this situation now. 
Family are people that you care for, people that you love, people that have loved you growing up and have taken care of you. And this person hasn't done that for you. And that's why you went no contact. It sounds to me like the love is not there no more. I mean, as you said, you went no contact at 18. And, and it only sounds like she's, and this might sound really harsh, but it only sounds like she's only getting in contact with you now because she might need some form of care while she's going through what she's going through. But a Love Beach 8 says not the arsehole, you don't owe her anything. And as a hospice nurse, I'll probably get downvoted to hell, but hear me out. You spent 18 years with a mother who didn't listen to you when you hurt, didn't protect you against allergic reactions that could have turned fatal, never offered mental health therapy and probably treated a family pet better than you. I've seen this scenario several times. You're not obligated to move back and take care of her. This needs to be your decision. No one else's. I hope you find peace. Original Winter says not the arsehole. What she did in neglecting to get you medical care for multiple reasons is a form of child abuse. If you still had a close relationship and this was only about her medical stuff, then it would have been different. But you set your boundaries with her already and her being sick doesn't negate everything else. Dangerous Price says not the arsehole. I'd recommend sending her a care package that includes a CD for the Harry Chapin songs, Cats in the Cradle, a quarter and some bootstraps. I haven't listened to those, so I might go listen to those after this. But Nalpona Friesen says, not the arsehole, she neglected your medical needs when she was supposed to be taking care of you. You do not owe her the company of your time or anything. Her negligence could have killed you. And one more from Mundane Morning who says, honestly, not the arsehole. I didn't have it as bad as you, but I also got ignored a lot with my health issues. And I would also react in the same way as you, to be honest. So I can't even say you're in the wrong or so, because for me, you are right. You walked around for years with a tumor and a fractured kneecap while your mother ignored your pain and struggles. It does not point to a good mother that has empathy for other people's pain, but she is narcissistic. Then when people need to drop their life because she is ill. Sure, cancer is a mean thing, which does make it difficult, but breast cancer is also curable if it hasn't spread. Sometimes removing the breast tissue is even enough. So in my eyes, you have no responsibility to her health because she never did it for you. I know that is also selfish because going for eye for an eye is petty, but again, I would do the same. And she actually was 100 times worse. You could have died from the flu, from your asthma, from your allergies. Your mother is extremely narcissistic here and you were nice about it. I would have thrown everything in her face. Now, how would you have reacted in this situation? Put yourself in OP's shoes. How do you think you would have dealt with it? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for what you do. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. A, B, C. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 